Hello everyone, this is Lee the Appraiser from the world famous APR 57 Gallery for another episode of Amazing Appraising for all our listening public. How you doing out there? Everyone good? So today we have another unique and very, very exciting show. You know what we have? It's been the last time the New York Knicks won a championship was 1972, which is roughly 50 years ago. 50 years ago. Can you believe that? And they're having a heck of a run. They're the surprise team of the NBA so far. Mr. Coach Tom Thibodeau is brought out an amazing, amazing effort and talent from this team. I mean, it seems like he can get, like, he squeezes his players to get every last drop of juice out of them. And they play amazingly for them. And they said, uh, you know, Derrick Rose is a perfect example whose career was over probably no less than four times and who's come back and is playing amazing. I'm, I haven't heard who they expect to be comeback player of the year, but he has to be right up there with all the players. He's having really an all-star season. I saw yesterday, I think he got 25 points in 25 minutes and a bunch of uh, rebounds and assists. So kudos to Derek and the New York Knicks. Well, anyhow, so they're the excitement of the town. It seems like they're gathering more publicity and more excitement than the Brooklyn Nets. When you have, uh, you know, Kyrie who plays every other game, James the Beard who hasn't played now probably in three weeks, and I think his return is unknown. Durant who was out for a long, long time and just came back. You know, they remind you of the Mets a little. You know, you can't be a great team and not have anyone healthy and play. You got to do both. So hopefully Harden will come back and hopefully Kyrie will take off less personal days in the future. And hopefully KD will come back to the player he once was. And uh, I think, you know, what's his name? Um, Dinwiddie, right? Spencer Dinwiddie. Hopefully we'll come back soon as well. We could use him. So anyhow, what do we have today here? Talking about the New York Knicks and basketball. We have the last time the Knicks won a championship was circa 1972, about 50 years ago. So a 50th anniversary. They have not even been really close since then. I mean, they've won maybe once with Ewing against, you know, when they had beat the, uh, I think it was the Rockets. But other than that, they haven't really done anything. But I came in with an NBA signed basketball of the 1972 team with Bill Bradley, Dean Meminger, Willis Reed, Earl Monroe, Walt Clyde Frazier, Dave DeBusher, who unfortunately passed at a very young age. I think he passed at like 62 years old. Let's see here. Who else is on the ball here? Dick Barnett. And of course, you have Walt Frazier. And then you have the coach, the great coach, the great teacher. His name was Red Holtzman. So anyhow, so this is really a phenomenal ball signed by the entire team. This is something that we just picked up last week. It's on an official uh, ball. And we would like anyone that has memorabilia of the Knicks, of the Mets, of the Yankees, of basketball in general, if they could come in here, show it to us. We'll be happy to discuss it with them. This ball in this condition is perfect. Sells for at least a couple thousand dollars. If you have anything unique, unusual, if you have even something, if you have even something, say, signed by DeBusher or Frazier, something unusual that's um, personalized, we love that. Again, remember that the more unusual, the more unique, the more we are interested in buying it and appraising it. Okay, so keep that in mind. And uh, with that note, we'll be right back after a short message. 
Do you have a car that you may want to sell for the highest immediate cash price with the absolute best and most convenient service available? APR 57 is New York City's leading buyer of all collectibles of art, jewelry, watches, antiques, as well as used or vintage cars. If you have any used or pre-owned cars that you want to sell immediately for the highest cash prices and be treated like the valued client you are, call or text us at 212-246-2000. Be sure to bring your vehicle to our new 4,000 square foot gallery on the corner of Broadway and 57th Street for a final inspection and a very high cash offer and payment. So call or text us today at 212-246-2000. That's 212-246-2000. Remember, APR 57 is the go-to place for getting the highest cash price for your valuables such as rare watches, diamonds, gold jewelry, gold and silver coins, sterling flatware, Tiffany items, stamp collections, sports cards, memorabilia, fine art, Judaica, as well as used cars in any condition. So drive in or stop by West 57th and Broadway to get the highest and fairest cash offer on the spot. Free snacks and drinks while you wait. This is Lee the Appraiser back here for an additional episode of our Amazing Appraising. By the way, before I forget, I want to thank out and shout out to the people at AM Metro New York. They contacted us for an interview. They asked us if we could do a column, and we did a column in last Thursday's paper. I guess it was uh, April 29th. If you haven't seen it, you can probably go to our website, apr57.com. We'll have it there online. It talks a little history about myself, our business, our appraising abilities. So if you have anything that want to appraise, contact us. We offered to do that and reach out to all the readers of the AM Metro New York magazine. And uh, we've actually gotten hundreds of replies of people that are sending us things so we want to thank them and their uh, entire readership for getting back to us and uh, having us proceed with that proposal that we are giving all their readers so what i have in front of me here is another thing that somebody just brought in the other day it is a newspaper magazine i don't know if you remember the new york times the new york post they have like magazine sections sometimes on sunday for the uh, publication so this is the parade magazine out in santa barbara california and they published a uh, sunday edition here and this one was published in August 31st, 1969. That was the year the Miracle Mets won the 1969 World Championship World Series. So that is very cool in itself. So this was a featured article, and he's featured on the cover of the magazine, Parade Magazine, a gorgeous picture of the great Tom Seaver, considered by many the greatest Met player in history. It says here, Tom and Nancy Seaver. He's pictured with a beautiful picture of his wife. And it says here, he pitches for the Mets and her. I don't have the whole article here. I don't. We have just the cover of the magazine, and the cover of the magazine is actually cut out and framed with a beautiful signature across Tom Seaver's uniform, and beautiful and blue Sharpie. I mean, the signature is like perfect 10 out of 10, and the photograph, this is the things that we'd love to see, and it's just really cool. Unfortunately, Mr. Seaver, Tom, as he's called, passed away past August. I think it was, he was about 76, I guess, when he passed. Fortunately, he had some, I guess it was Alzheimer's or dementia issues and hasn't been basically, and I'm not going to say seen, but he hasn't made any public appearances supposedly in the last several years prior to his passing. This is really, he was considered one of the great pitchers of all time, certainly the greatest Met. Everyone had a nice thing to say about him. To have a unique picture of his, remember this is not a big page, a paper, it's a relatively small paper. It's about 62 years old, okay? And that right, 31, 41, 51, no, I guess about 52 years old. To have a beautiful color picture on the cover of the magazine 
that was featured in the article about him. Um, it's really, it's pretty amazing to have it photographed and to have it signed. You know, I would have to guess there's probably not another one of these signed covers available or out there even. So great rarity, really unusual. This is the type of thing that we are interested in acquiring, purchasing, appraising. So if you, again, you have any unique Mets memorabilia, we have a number of major collectors and we're a big collector ourselves. Let us know and we will appraise it for you, authenticate it for you, evaluate it, and perhaps even buy it from you at a very, very high price. So that's just another set of memorabilia of things that we have here. Just to go back a little, when we had the New York Nick piece, that we have a album here from the New York Knicks. I'm holding up here. This was done in, let's pull this out, guys. It's called the New York Knicks play-by-play highlights of the 1969-70 championship season. It has a photograph of the entire team with Red Holtzman there in the middle and see what the record it looks like. It's produced by Fleetwood Records. It's in the cover sleeve. I mean, it's like an absolutely brand new condition here. Now, these are not that, I, I mean, I'm not going to say they're not that rare. They're probably rare, but they're not that valuable. So, but in the meantime here, we have a famous, very young Marv Albert, who's the radio voice of the Nick. Wow. Looks like his bar mitzvah picture. I guess he was about 23 at that time. Oh, and the photography of the album was done by George Kalinske, who was considered one of the great photographers of Madison Square Garden. And then we have Marty Glickman, who was known also as a great voice of the Knicks. I'm quite sure Marty was the announcer of the New York Giants for many years. We have William Red Holtzman. He was the coach and general manager of the Knicks for a number of years. We have Bob Wolf, voice of the Knicks. I remember him. Wow. These bring back a lot of memories. They were considered the team that the first, this was the first championship team that everybody passed the ball. They always hit the open man. That was known as one of their great, great feats is that they were the most unselfish team in history. And look who was on that team here. Wow. Let's go over the players there. You have Red Holtzman, Phil Jackson standing there, who went on to become one of the greatest coaches in history, winning I think 11 rings. I think he won five with the Bulls and five with the Lakers, I believe. Maybe one more. Probably one more. If it's five and five, it's probably one more mixed in there. Ten. Who else we have there? Dave Stallworth, Dave DeBusher, Captain Lewis Reed, Bill Hoskett, Nate Bowman, one of the older star players, Bill Bradley, the chief scout Dick McGuire, and trainer Dan Willman. And then, of course, we had Walt Frazier and Ned Ivers was chairman of the board. So I guess that's the New York Knicks chairman of the board. Dick Barnett, Mike Reardon, and Cassie Russell. Whoa. Anyhow, so this is a great cast, great team, and this is a record that was done in 1969. It had all the play-by-play of all the great announcers and all the great moments. I remember watching, there was a game that I guess it was, must have been in maybe 73, something like that. I used to watch Cablevision. I grew up at Columbia University. Take a short break right now, and we will be right back. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin Mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sport and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek, Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Breguet, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices. 
in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Von Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They'll also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. 212-246-2000. Or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. This is Lee, the appraiser, back again to resume our unbelievable show. And I was just talking about the fact that I think when I was a young boy, I grew up at Columbia University, so one of the perks of growing up and living in the university and college based on the fact of my father being a professor was that they were one of the first places that had cable television. So we used to watch cable and they didn't have all the Nick games. You would have, I think it was like half or a third of the Nick games on cable TV. And the way they did the cable and the reason it was so difficult in Manhattan was the cables actually went under the ground. Did you know that, Miss Blue? I had no idea. Yes. They used to dig them. It was a big process. It wasn't today like... Why, through uh, Verizon Towers. This right. was, they would dig well under the streets and they'd have to run a cable physically. So very, it was very difficult and very expensive to get it. Why do you think that is, that they ran them under, under the because streets? Because that's the only way they could do it. They couldn't, yeah. that's, uh, they had to be protected and they had to be out of the way. And that's what the easiest and most economical way of them doing it initially Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. Yeah, I mean, Columbia has a huge campus, so I'm sure huge. it was just <laughs> an entire underground wire city. Well, I don't know how I don't know how huge it was just to get it to them. I mean, they had and the whole campus. I think this was the only TV that had it. Wow. I mean, it yeah. paid. You know, yeah, to pay at that time, whatever it was, thirty dollars a month or something. But I just remember they kept repeating this game. I think it was in '73 when the Bucks had the great uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. At that time, he was Lou Alcindor and Oscar Robinson. And who else did they have? They had Bobby Dandridge, Lucius Allen, I guess. Anyhow, so that team was the, the dominant team in basketball that year, and I think they won the championship. And they played the Knicks, and I think one of the games, the Knicks were down by like 22 points in the fourth quarter, and they came back, and that was pretty exciting. And they showed that game, uh, I think Marv Albert, you know, the busher to Bradley, Bradley to Reed, Reed back to Bradley. He shoots from 20. Yes! That was the way Mark Al- Marv Albert trademarked his calling. Anyhow, so that's pretty cool. We're talking about the record here, which again, in itself is not that rare, but the fact that they didn't, you know, the people didn't save too many records, it does have immense interest and it does have some value. And what we are holding here now, we have a New York Knickerbockers. That was the, the Knicks are actually called, their full name are the Knickerbockers. This is a program that means it's from the game against the Boston Celtics. Look at that. And look at the second teams that played there. Andrews Air versus Camp Kilmer. Whoa, that must have been a huge draw. Anyhow, this was done on November 20th, 1954 in Madison Square Garden. They have a picture of Ed McCauley of the Boston Celtics, and they charged 25 cents for this original program. So what we have here is an original program in virtually mint condition from the 1954 game between the Knickerbockers and the Boston Celtics. You got that clear there? So that's 54. So that's 46, 56, 66, 67 years old. The price, if you notice, Blue, is only 25 cents. It was actually, it says here, on sale for 24 cents plus a penny tax. So 25 cents. And as you would 
would enter the garden, you'd hear an old man screaming, Get your program here. New York Knickerbockers for Celtics. Get your program here. Only 24 cents. 25 cents total. Okay. Really amazing thing. So again, we love these old programs. If you have any old programs of Knicks or Yankees or Mets, filled in or not, any condition. Of course, the better condition, the, the better, but we will buy them in any condition. And uh, this one's in brand new condition. I think we paid several hundred dollars for it. So if you have any of these things that are laying around your house, maybe your kids moved out and they left you all these goodies. They thought it was garbage, but you don't tell them. Just bring them to us and cash in the benefits. Okay, and we uh, will help you appraise them and evaluate them. And again, the more unique, the better. And we'd love to hear from you soon. So if you have any of these artifacts of old collectibles that you might think are not worth very much, we just bought a, a Muhammad Ali card. We paid like 10 grand for it from the 80s. You know, not too many boxing cards, early ones were out there, but we bought this one. We just bought a Will Chamberlain rookie card, a Kareem Abdul, a Lou Alcindor rookie card. Again, with the cards, by the way, what you're looking for is ideally... The way they're collectible, the way they're collected are as follows. You're going to want a card of a superstar player. Those are considered, in general, the most valuable, in addition to the uh, the player. So let's just say, for example, it's Lou Alcindor or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the same person, different name. For people who don't know, he went through high school. He was uh, under Lou Alcindor. And then I believe his second year in the league, or third year, he changed his name. He became a Muslim, and he changed it to Karim Abdul-Jabbar. And, okay, and he became a Muslim. What you want is a superstar player. You want their first card that was issued for them. Typically, it's a rookie card. That means their first season in the major leagues, whether it's baseball, football, basketball, or hockey. In fact, today, uh, some of the players actually have, if they're great prospects, their first card is actually a pre-rookie card, meaning it's a card of them in the minor leagues. They never used to do that, but certain players are so great, they've had early cards issued for them, okay? So we want a rookie card, we want a star player. The star player, generally, if it's an older player, somebody that has established themselves as a great star player, not just currently, but previously. So somebody, for example, in baseball, we typically use that as a Hall of Fame category, that they've entered the Hall of Fame. That's the general and specific criteria that is generally used that you makes you a great player, that you're a Hall of Famer. And then, of course, the condition. So that's what you would like. You'd like a star, superstar, Hall of Fame player or caliber player. You want a card that's their first rookie card, their first year card. And then you want it to be in perfect condition or as close to it as possible. So those are the characteristics that you look for when you collect cards. And those are the cards that bring the most money and that we are the most interested in seeing and talking and seeing and appraising. So if you have any, please bring it in. We will be happy to answer any of your questions. We are going to again take a very short break and we'll be right back. Do you have a car that you may want to sell for the highest immediate cash price with the absolute best and most convenient service available? APR 57 is New York City's leading buyer of all collectibles of art, jewelry, watches, antiques, as well as used or vintage cars. If you have any used or pre-owned cars that you want to sell immediately for the highest cash prices and be treated like the valued client you are, call or text us at 212-246-2000. Be sure to bring your vehicle to our new 4,000 square foot gallery on the corner of Broadway and 57th Street for our final inspection and a very 
verified high cash offer and payment. So call or text us today at 212-246-2000. That's 212-246-2000. Remember, APR57 is the go-to place for getting the highest cash price for your valuables such as rare watches, diamonds, gold jewelry, gold and silver coins, sterling flatware, Tiffany items, stamp collections, sports cards, memorabilia, fine art, Judaica, as well as used cars in any condition. So drive in or stop by West 57th and Broadway to get the highest and fairest cash offer on the spot. Free snacks and drinks while you wait. This is Lee the Appraiser back again for another segment of our amazing appraising show here on the world famous WOR radio station. So we are going to be having in the future a treat to all our listeners, the world famous comedian Jackie Mason. I described him as the greatest, oldest living comedian in the world. He wasn't crazy about that. He goes, Lee, what do you do? You introduce me as half dead? You're going to be happy I die on the air? What do I need this for? Anyhow, I was talking to him, actually. I had a, I'm going to say lunch, but a snack with him the other uh, yesterday, in fact. And he asked me a little about my history, and I told him my father was this great math professor who grew up at, you know, and we, uh, I grew up at Columbia University, and I said when my father was a young boy, he was, I think, 19, and he got his PhD at Princeton, he's studying at Princeton, and he used to carpool with Professor Albert Einstein. So Jackie then responded by saying that he thought Einstein was terribly overrated, <laughs> okay? And then he went on to say that the only thing he's known for is he came up with this theory of relativity. And he said, firstly, you know, Lee, it's only a theory. And then he went on to say, and secondly, it's not even relative. <laughs> so God bless the guy at like 92 years old. He's as sharp as a whip and as clever as anyone I've ever met. And his brilliant way that he looks at things, I don't think can be surpassed and uh, minimized. I, I think it's such a unique way of viewing everything and the fact that he's able to joke about every person's religion, nationality, everything about them. And all, everybody knows it's done in great spirit and not to insult them, but have fun. You know, I think it's just amazing. I wish Jackie all the good health and may he live to more than 120 because he's getting there very soon so hopefully much more than that hopefully he'll be a guest of ours in the future we believe we know he will be and hopefully many times in the future and uh, we're going to approach him maybe of doing a regular segment here you know ask lee the appraiser maybe we'll ask jackie the comedian who knows he certainly has thoughts on every single subject in the world. We want to thank his wife, Jill, for uh, making those interviews possible. So just wanted to mention that to all our listeners. You know, we have sold watches and collectibles to some of the most famous people in the world. We have sold some to the Prime Minister of Israel, Ehud Barak, a number of years ago. Pretty unusual story. He used to come in here and I would hire people of all nationalities I was not prejudiced, so I even had some very fine young men that were Muslim working for me. And I just remember when Prime Minister Barack came into the store, he would come in typically with no less than 20 of Israel's top Mossad secret agents. They would come in, uh, make sure the store was safe, keep an eye on every one of my employees. I just remember one time in particular that he was looking for a specific watch that we had in our window, and I told one of my gentlemen, give him the watch. And the way it went was, I said, Muhammad, give it to the prime minister. 
and all the secret agents pulled their guns, aimed it at my salesman, Muhammad, and um, <laughs> let's just say that that was a very, very nice, exciting experience that probably, I guess on second thought, shouldn't have happened. But uh, it was very, very unusual. The prime minister came in on many occasions, and I'm told he plugged myself and my business, that he was doing a speech, which he did on many occasions as prime minister, and he always was, a, for many years, a very serious watch collector. So he had this watch that he was wearing, and one of the, uh, it was a pretty valuable watch. I think, you know, he bought it from us for whatever it was, I don't know, $15,000. And after his speech, one of the reporters, the Israeli reporters, uh, asked him in Hebrew, Mr. Prime Minister, how can a prime minister on your salary afford a $100,000 watch? So he came back and said, well, I never pay the retail price. I have a wholesaler by the name of Lee in New York City that gets it for me for whatever it was at that time, 10,000 shekels, a fraction of the price. So please, enough of those questions regarding my watch purchases. Next question, please. So that was a true story, by the way. I had uh, two reporters actually told me that. Um, so let's see who came into our store. We had the Vice President Walter Mondale came into our gallery. We were sharing the building with a number of, it was owned by the Japanese Nippon Club. So a lot of people that had business with the Japanese, their main club was in our building. So Walter Mondale, the President of the United States, would come in on a regular basis. He came in there, and we're both from Minneapolis, actually. So it was a pleasure meeting him and talking to him. We had Rocky Sylvester Stallone. He's bought a number of watches from us. He used to make it a regular habit that he was a regular guest on the David Letterman show when it was filmed in New York City here on, on uh, I think, NBC. Whenever he would come into New York to be a guest on Letterman, he would always want to wear a different watch. So he would come in and tell us he has a, a show that night, and he would pick out a very unusual piece to wear on the show. Of course, we gave him a great deal, and he appreciated it, and he was a, a regular, and has been a regular customer of ours for many, many years. And of course, the band leader, Paul Schaefer, has been in our gallery and bought a number of watches over the years. Paul is a great musician, uh, really. He was, you know, he used to joke with David all the time, but that never took away his great ability. People don't realize what a great musician he was. And uh, we really enjoyed helping him curate his collection as well. Mr. Daniel Craig, James Bond, has been a regular co customer of ours for probably 15 or 20 years. I loved him in uh, all the James Bond features. We've seen him in some uh, serious Broadway plays. Great, great trained professional uh, actor from England and got to catch him on this new film. I'm not sure when the release date is. This is supposed to be the last James Bond that he's in. And, you know, it, it was postponed a couple times. But I guess, uh, let's see here, maybe it'll come out on Labor Day. I'm not sure. Maybe Thanksgiving. I don't know how far they want to push it back. But they've made that show now probably, a year, uh, that movie probably two years ago. Okay, we're going to take another short break and we will be right back. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin, mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, Oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sports and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Brigat, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even 
been broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Van Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. That's 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. This is Lee the Appraiser back again for Amazing Appraising. We were just talking about several of the unusual celebrity guests and athletes that we have catered to that have walked into our unique gallery over the years. So I think about, I'm trying to remember, somewhere probably about 1990. Is that right? Yeah, 30 years ago maybe. It was when New York had one of the largest snowstorms in history. And uh, it was probably on a Wednesday or Thursday. And New York, for all intents and purposes, was closed. I don't know. They had like four feet of snow. It was crazy, right? So I mean, it was so bad, even the muggers didn't go out. That's how bad it was. All right? They were all snowed in. They were like, hey, man, <laughs> we can't get out. Okay. So, I, you know, whatever it is, I, and to me it's always a challenge. I somehow or another, it's like the Antarctic, who cares? I get to work, take the bus, the subway, the subway, the bus. I walk. I'm in the store. Okay, fine. And, you know, it was a quiet day to say the least. I was doing work. I always did work there. And a guy comes into the store, probably about, I don't know, 5'10", maybe 240 pounds. And uh, he starts looking around. And uh, where's he from? He's from, I think, California. He introduces himself. You know, so we have a guest book. We have people sign in. What do you do? And he goes, well, I don't know if you remember me, but I was the most famous childhood actor at that time in history, whenever this was, when he was a child. He said, that I was the, the most famous one at that time. So, he, and I got him. His name was Larry Matthews the Beaver. That was, so evidently he got snowed in like a lot of other people and he was staying at the Park Meridian Hotel and he couldn't leave New York so he roamed the streets and the Beaver came into the store and I have somewhere, I have a signed picture of him you know, uh, I think he bought a watch or two from us. So leave it to the beaver. And, uh, and his brother, what was his brother's name? Walt, Walter, right? I think Wally. Wally, right? Wally Cleaver, right? His mom and dad. Yeah, that was a great show. You know, they don't have shows like that anymore. Now they have like, you know, I don't know, well, Murderer's Row. That was the name of the Yankees. But they that, this was actually, <laughs> now in New York, they actually have Murderer's Row. <laughs> Um, I guess they'll kill you on Park Row. That's like, that's the, you know, the episode of this week. So we've come across some of the most unusual stars and athletes. We had the New York Yankees ex-captain here, Don Mattingly, who bought a watch from us last year. What a nice man. In fact, he asked uh, the sales young lady, the sales girl who was helping him, uh, there was a picture of a baseball player hitting a home run, like a huge picture, whatever it was, uh, 20 by 20 inches signed. And he asked her how much that photo was. She said it was marked, I think, $295. I came over there to help him. And, of course, that picture was him. So Don was a great... um, Really, he's been a great client, a great friend. Um, I, uh, you know, I think he is by far the one of the greatest Yankees, probably the greatest, who's never made it to the World Series through no fault of his own. 
and he certainly would have been a Hall of Famer had he been just a little more healthy. Uh, his back, unfortunately, curtailed his playing time substantially. But he uh, he has a number of records. I think he has the most home runs in the fewest amount of games. I think it's in consecutive games. I think he has, I think it's seven home runs in seven consecutive games. And I think he has the record of like 12 home runs in eight games, something like that. So just a great, I mean, he was one of the, he's one of the very few captains the, Yankee had, the Yankees have. I think after him, it was Jeter and that's it. I don't think there's been another captain since Don, since Jeter. So they, they you know, they don't have captains every year. It's every number of years when they feel somebody is worth my assistant, I don't know if you guys heard that, she asked if there's any players that are not in the Hall of Fame that I think are deserving. So I guess we'll talk, start with baseball or finish with baseball. So the number one that comes to mind is Pete Rose, who statistically is probably as deserving to be in the Hall of Fame as any player in history. However, he got himself into a heck of a lot of trouble by gambling on games as a player. I believe he gambled on games as a manager as well. And then it came out that he stated for uh, unequivocally that he did not. So it turned out he lied to the commissioner as well. So based on those facts, he is on what is called the commissioner's ineligibility list. That means he's ineligible to be, you can't be on the Hall of Fame while you're on the list. So he has to be first taken off the list and then voted in. My understanding is, and the inside information, talking to all the sports writers that vote, I, uh, vote on this, is that he will probably be banned and stay on the list until he dies. And once he dies, then they will probably consider putting him, taking him off the list and voting him in. Mm-hmm. It's a big dilemma for these players. Now, again, here, so the question is how, you know, what determines your ability to be in the Hall of Fame? So, you know, people bring up the people that are pro-Rose to go in there, you know, talk a lot about Ty Cobb and other players that have been very, very poor role models okay, but have been accepted in the Hall of Fame, you know, and do you put in people that are, let's, I don't know if they're, you know, more than accused, but if they're either credibly accused or probable, you know, steroid users, drug users, do they get in? So, you know, my opinion is they should not be let in if it's proven that they were a steroid user or drug user. I think under no circumstances should they be allowed in. Unfortunately, you know, that goes for A-Rod 100%. He admitted it. I mean, I don't, you know, he, they caught him like five times. He probably has done it throughout his whole career. So he's admitted it. I don't see what the question is with that. You know, he wants to go into the drug hall of fame. God bless him, but not into the regular MLB hall of fame. And there's a number of players, obviously, Barry Bonds. You have somebody like David Ortiz, not sure about that. But the ones clearly that have taken it should not be permitted to be there side by side by the greats who got in there honestly, 100%. Okay, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Do you have a car that you may want to sell for the highest immediate cash price with the absolute best and most convenient service available? APR 57 is New York City's leading buyer of all collectibles of art, jewelry, watches, antiques, as well as used or vintage cars. If you have any used or pre-owned cars that you want to sell immediately for the highest cash prices and be treated like the valued client you are, call or text us at 212-246-2000. Be sure to bring your vehicle to our new 4,000 square foot gallery on the corner of Broadway and 57th Street for our final inspection and a very 
verified high cash offer and payment. So call or text us today at 212-246-2000. That's 212-246-2000. Remember, APR57 is the go-to place for getting the highest cash price for your valuables such as rare watches, diamonds, gold jewelry, gold and silver coins, sterling flatware, Tiffany items, stamp collections, sports cards, memorabilia, fine art, Judaica, as well as used cars in any condition. So drive in or stop by West 57th and Broadway to get the highest and fairest cash offer on the spot. Free snacks and drinks while you wait. All right, everybody, we are going to be wrapping up this segment here. I want to thank everyone for listening and tuning in. As always, be sure to check out all our social media platforms at APR57NYC. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, TikTok, YouTube, you name it, we're on it. Also, be sure to listen on our very special interesting guest interviews we do every single week. You won't want to miss them. We've included so far, I think, Jackie Mason, who's going to be a special guest of ours, Lenny Dykstra, the New York Met World Series center fielder champion, as well as many other prominent artists and celebrities. You won't want to miss them. As always, stay well, stay classy, and stay tuned in.